Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? Well, the Birds won. Uh, they they beat the Saints for the most part. They looked pretty good, except towards the end. But the run game, solid. Jalen Hurts, uh, if he keeps playing like this, I'm going to have to apologize for everything bad that I've ever said about him, even though I haven't really said much bad. And, uh, yeah, team played really well, except for that little quiet spell, but. Yeah, man, team looked team looked really good <clears throat> for the most part. Uh, first three quarters mostly, um, they looked really really good. Jalen Hurts, um, he looks solid, man. I mean, you know, he's using his legs a bunch, which is fine. Um, you know, he's he's delivering the ball where it needs to be for the most part, and um, so very promising. So. We're going to talk a lot about this game overall because there was a lot of things that I liked. Um, Miles Sanders struggled. I mean, I I think that's a little bit more rust than anything, but he's always struggled with fumbles. Uh, But other than just the run, what else has this team really found as an offense? Um, Like, put shortly because, you know, it's only our intro, but uh, what, what have they really found to get clicking? Well, they're using Devontae Smith a lot more. Um, and they're getting, you know, they're getting him involved. Uh, they're getting Dallas Goddard involved, which is good. Um, and the offensive line has really found their stride. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of shortly my, you know, couple big things that, that have improved so far. Uh, but I think the biggest thing being that offensive line, um, you know, of course, Jason Kelsey is, is the anchor and he's been there the whole time, but, you know, a guy like Landon Dickerson, who didn't who didn't start off the year so great, has played a lot, a lot better. Um, Jordan Mailata has just been a tank over at left on the left side. He's been phenomenal. Um, you know, having Lane Johnson back is absolutely huge. And uh, you know, Jack Driscoll actually playing right guard has actually played pretty solid as well. So I think just as a unit, they played really, really well. So I wanted to bring up a very minor tidbit of the game that I thought you might find interesting. Um, your boy, your designated boy, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside. Why? Okay, first of all. Had a 23-yard reception. Uh, no, okay, stop, stop, stop. No, 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 no. Why and then, wait, wait, wait. is he my designated boy? No, no. <laughs> I don't want to hear this garbage from you. <laughs> he is your boy, J. J. dude. Is you love is him. nobody's boy. J.J. is not even his parents' boy. I don't want to hear that crap. <laughs> okay, well, your friend, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, had a reception. That's, that's even a stretch. For 23 yards. And I, I was on Twitter earlier, and I, I don't know who it was. I'm, I'm not looking it up. If it's you, you know it's you. <laughs> the 23-yard reception that J.J. Ortega-Whiteside had was more than Jalen Rager has had in the last four games. Oh, God. <laughs> Who is also uh, your boy? Why are these guys my boy? I don't understand. <laughs> Dude, it's just, it, it just is what it is, man. They're all your boy. No, it's not at all. Not that your boy. Devontae Smith's my boy. No, Devontae Smith's my boy. Nah, stop. Dude, okay. 
No, okay. You don't even say his name right. Devante? You say Devonta. Devonta. That is tr- that is false, sir. No. True. False advertising. Wrong. Uh, so the Sixers. Speaking of my boy, Tyrese Maxey is still murdering it. Uh, yeah, the dude. Sixers had one really good game against the Nuggets. I don't know what happened, but they kind of popped off. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the Nuggets just played poorly. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And they weren't they weren't shooting the ball well. Yeah, but uh, I mean, listen, we said it last week. I mean, they're 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 nothing without Embiid, man. Um, they're, they're really really struggling, you know. And again, they're you know they're staying in games, um, which is good, but. You know, it's just, it's not enough. I mean, you need the big guy back, so that's that's where we're at. Yeah, uh, you know, you see how invaluable Joel Embiid is. He he is the team. Um, they can win some games here and there, but uh, without Embiid or another another powerhouse in there, they're kind of just stuck where they're at. Am I wrong? Yeah. Nah, yeah, it's it's a shame, but um, they need a man. They need him badly. Um. You know, they're again because like, uh, they're not losing to bad teams. That, you know, they're losing to teams that are solid, uh, which is good. Um, but and, and again, like you said, they beat the Nuggets, who just had a bad night. Um, it's because it, it, so it's not like they're a bad team without them. It's just you can just tell that they're they're not. It's not the same. Team. They're not game planning the same way. They don't have the same style of play. And it when you watch them, you see that something's off. Right. But then other times it clicks. I, I think it's just when their shots go down, they go down. But yep. you can't always bank on three-pointers. Exactly. Well, I think that ends our intro. So we'd like to thank our sponsor, June Homes. Are you looking for a new apartment in Philly? You need to know about June Homes. When you uh, when you rent with June Homes, you can sign a flexible lease from 1 to 18 months, rent a furnished or unfurnished place, and you could even rent by the bedroom or the entire apartment. Now open in Northern Liberties, room start at just $850 a month. Take a tour and start renting as soon as tomorrow at junehomes.com. Again, take a tour and start renting as soon as tomorrow at junehomes.com. Got nothing left. What'd you say, Chippe? Cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's get in the huddle and talk some birds, baby. Let's go birds. Uh, go birds. Now that that whisper destroyed the speakers of your car and or your phone or your earphones, whatever, the birds won. Um, you know, I want to start off by saying, yeah, the Saints are pretty injury riddled, but I'm celebrating. Because Jalen Hurts, I'm so proud of him. He takes the hate and he just puts it back in my face. He yeah, is man. the epitome of what I want in a Philly athlete. Yeah. Listen to all these. I'm sorry, I'm tearing up. Listen to all these assholes in the media talk you down and then just 
slap them across the mouth with what you just did. Mm. Beautiful. It's a, it's a poetic story. It is a thing of beauty. It really is. You know what else is poetic? His run game. Yeah. The run game in general. His, his increased accuracy of passing. Every complaint that I've had this season, he's addressed in some way. Yep. It's beautiful. Yeah, man, he's making strides. He really is. Um, he's definitely given me more confidence that he could potentially be the guy. And, uh, yeah, man, the offense looked really, really solid yesterday. Chip, I'm going to put something on the table right now. All right. If he has three more consistent games, I don't care if they win or lose, but games where they look good, he looks good, he's making plays, I will buy his jersey. All right. Right before Christmas. Fair enough. Which means I won't get it until March. Exactly. (laughs) But I still will order it. All right. I'll put myself even further into credit card debt. Sounds good. Nothing I look forward to more. That's the dream. Credit card debt. Yeah. And the birds winning. And Jalen Hurts actually being a franchise quarterback. Yep. Hot. Very hot. Uh, Jason Kelsey uh, murdered a man. Jordan Mailata murdered a man. Uh, did anyone else get murdered? Um, Jalen Rager's existence. Yeah, so I, I do want to go back to that tidbit from the intro. Look, when J.J. Ortega-Whiteside has one offensive play since the Vietnam War yeah. and is more than you've done in the past four games mm. as a first-round draft pick, you know? Mm. What the hell's going on with that kid? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, you get all upset. I was like, oh, why, how could we not take Justin Jefferson? Oh, I'll prove him wrong. Well, the only thing you've proven is that Howie Roseman is a buffoon. We already knew that, though. I mean, we knew that, but I, I don't think he realizes that he's proving that Howie Roseman's a buffoon by existing on this team still. Yeah, 100%. Um, At this point, you know what's scary, Chip? At this point, J.J. Ortega Whiteside has now proven his worth more than Jalen Rager has. Well, in uh, one catch. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're both pretty awful, let's be real. I'm just uh, saying, but at, at, at this point, you know, you just got to go with the senior guy. It... <laughs> um, Yeah, it's bad, man. I mean, literally our only receiver is, is Devontae Smith. I mean. Uh, Greg Ward died. Um, Greg Ward's, yeah, I mean, Greg Ward hasn't existed since past the Vietnam War. I mean, even before that, you know, we're talking like. The world wars at this point. Um, you know, Quez Watkins has made a couple good catches here and there, uh, but so, you know he's he's so he's, 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 he's and then he dropped such a crucial pass too. Yeah, well, I mean that that pass last week was pretty brutal, but um, yeah, I mean he'll get a couple catches and then he'll disappear. You know, so I mean it's really only Devonte Smith at this point uh, in terms of receivers. You know, we have Dallas Goddard, obviously, but, um, you know, it's it's Goddard and Smith really are, are the two big guys. And then um, and then it's our run game. So, uh, you know, we need we need somebody else. I mean, we need, you know, at least another guy to to take the pressure off Jalen Hurts. Um, 
because you know every play it's not going to be Goddard and, and Smith. It's it's got to be somebody else sometimes. So we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, hopefully one of these guys can step up. Probably Quez Watkins because he's the only guy that seems to want to. Um, I also don't want to waste one of these three drive picks on another wide receiver when we we very right. clearly need defensive talent. Right. We need defense. Yeah, we clearly need defense. So um, we'll then, see what happens. If we can sign an okay wide receiver just to stay in the game, yeah, you know that, that that's what we need. Yeah, I mean we need you know we need a typical like big bodied receiver. You know, Devontae Smith is is our number one. Obviously, you know he's a great round runner, has great hands. Um, you know we have guys who can play the slot, whether that be Rager or Watkins or Ward or whoever it is. Um, we you know we have a really good tight end. But we need that number two, you know, that number two guy who's just a big body who can, who can, you know, win the 50-50 balls. Um, that's what we need, so. Oh, boy. What is going to happen next week? Oh, uh, we play the Giants. No, no, what's going to happen? I don't know, man. Um, you know, I, wa- I want to say that, they're going to win, but it's a division game, you know? I mean, division games are different. They just they just hit different. Um, they're played differently. They're played harder. So, Will Daniel that, Jones have a typical uh, ESPN not top 10 moment? Probably, probably, because it always seems to happen against the Eagles. Um, but, you know, we got we to gotta get pressure on them, man. Uh, we can't let them, you know, be the – be Justin Herbert or Derek Carr back there. You know, you can't let him throw over 90%. So uh, you got to get pressure on him. And when you do, then that's when he becomes injury, uh, not injury, uh, turnover prone. Um, so that's what you got to do, man. Saquon Barkley returns next week. He returns this week, actually. He's playing tonight as we speak. Oh, no kidding. I thought he was uh, out. Nah, he's playing tonight. Uh, I know because I have him in one of my leagues. Uh, but, yeah, he'll be back next week as well if he doesn't get hurt this week, which, honestly, he might. Um but yeah, he should be back. So, you know, obviously stopping him is is a big part of their offense. And I didn't uh, know that. I have him too. <laughs> yeah, he's playing more attention. He's playing. Yeah. Oh boy. So I can't believe I didn't start him. Why do you yeah. have to do that to me, Chip? Well, Damn. So, what do you mean? I have him. I mean, what? Same, what? but like, ugh. why? Why did you have to say something about it? Like, you could have just let it go. Because you, you brought it up. I, I, well, I started James Robinson and A.J. Dillon. It's not that bad. Could have been worse. But anyways, yeah, I agree with you on the division play. Uh, I think that the game is going to be really tight, and there's it's either going to be one of those games where I can make fun of all of my Giants fan friends or they're going to be texting me saying swear words that I thought only Eagles fans said, but no. Well, they probably learned from us, honestly. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I always remember there was the one video of uh, the Giants beat the Eagles, I think, at home. And, well, at the link. This is a long time ago. And some Giants fan was being cocky, and this Eagles fan just walked right up and clocked him in the mouth, and it was hilarious. And I always remember that. I was a child when I saw that, and I said, that's Eagles football, huh? Yeah, so if they lose, just think about that video. Yeah, yeah. I am Uh, definitely not encouraging violence, by the way. I'm just saying what I saw on TV. It's a funny video. 
It is a funny video. Uh, you know what else is a really funny video? Um, this is right about the time of year when the Miracle at the Meadowlands number two starts showing up on social media platforms. Oh, yeah. Get ready to spend – how long is the video, the one that they usually do with the music in the background, like seven minutes or so? Yeah. Um, feel free to – every single time you're at work and scrolling Twitter when you're not supposed to be and you see that video come up, mute your microphone on your calls and watch that video because it's going to bring you much more joy than listening to a sales presentation about who knows what. And then if you have Giants friends, send it to them. Yeah, and just say, I heard Christmas time at the Meadowlands is great. And just send it. Defensively, what did you think about the game? <laughs> uh, defensively, yeah. Um, <clears throat> they looked good, man. I mean, they got pressure on them. I mean, I, I mean, I say this every week. That's, you know, that's the biggest thing that they need to do is, is get pressure on the quarterback. Because when that happens, you know, everything... Yeah, they get flustered, and then, you know, there are well, the things that they've done is they were able to get pressure on the quarterback defensively, and yeah. over the past five weeks, they've just been able to establish a run game. You well, know, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, that's the two biggest things we've been saying all year is, is get pressure and establish the run, and, you know, they've done those two things for the most part, uh, especially the run. Um, I feel like I saw a stat where it said um, five weeks ago we were, like, like – almost 20th in in terms of uh yards per game in the rush and now we're second so i mean we're you know we're averaging over like 240 yards rushing a game in the last five games so you know as long as they do that man they're gonna be hard to beat um you know i mean you know any team really if, if they can run the ball that way it's it's gonna be hard for them to lose so if they can continue to do that man um they, they have a good shot of w- winning most games Jordan Howard has been murdering it. How was he only on the practice squad? Yeah, man. Jordan Let's Howard. Let's start there. Let's start there. Why is he on the practice squad? Why was I he? Oh, um, you know, they, they, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, they, they, they brought him back after, well, they brought him back last year after he was with the dolphins and they let him go. And then, you know, we brought him back again this off season. So yeah, man, they like him a lot and they're using him the right way, man. I mean, they're using, he, they're using him the way that he should be used. I mean, and it's just running directly up the middle and that's what he's great at. Uh, and the offensive line is doing a great job of giving him holes. Yeah. He's really uh, good um, at finding a hole. Yeah. I mean, and Miles Sanders had a really nice game despite the two fumbles, which he's got to clean up because that, you know, you can't continue to do that. But, um, you know, the one he lost and then the one they got back, but. Well, the um, one he lost deep in the zone. Right. Yeah. And that, that, let, that made it like they scored on the very next play. So, you know, if that's like and no, nothing against the Saints, but if that's like a legitimate team, you know, they're going to make you pay no matter what. So and they did make us pay. But uh, luckily, we were able to keep lead at that point. But so, uh, yeah, I mean, if Sanders can clean that up, then other than that, he had a really nice game uh, coming back off IR. Um, so, you know, if they can continue to run the ball like they're doing with Sanders and Howard and, you know, even throw Scott or Gainwell in there as well. Um, you know, like I said, they're going to be really, really tough to stop. Because uh, when you run the ball like that, it just opens everything up. Well, I mean, yeah. and it might, and it makes life easier for your quarterback who everyone's crapping on. Well, I mean, look, it, it's the typical media figureheads that, you know, the the ones that like to yap and just say things to get more views 
those are the people that you shouldn't really listen to. You know, just if you have a team that's starting someone at quarterback, don't you want them to succeed? Right. Why would I want to waste a draft pick, frankly, in a draft that doesn't have a guy like a Joe Burrow in it? Right. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, listen, if if this was two years ago or last year, you know, we'd definitely be having a different conversation right now. But the yeah. fact that year's draft is so light on on top tier quarterbacks, you know, and, and you know, nothing gets Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, he has played well. Um, I think you give him more time at this point. I think he's earned it. Um, so I think if he could improve this much in one year. Yeah. He's earned the next year, but no doubt. the year after that, the year after that one, yeah, it's a business still, you know. Right, like give him a full off season, knowing he's the guy. I mean, he kind of did that last year, but we traded Wentz in the middle of the off season, so we didn't really give him an off season knowing that he's the guy because the whole time right. the Eagles were like, hmm, Deshaun Watson, That's I like true. you, you're very hot. Yeah, so you know, give him a full off season knowing he's the guy. I mean, we all know he's a hard worker. Um, you know, he always, he's all guys are always posting videos of them working together. Um, so we know, you know, we'll, we know he puts in the work um, and he's he's the perfect guy in terms of just the attitude and the mentality, because um, I know we keep mentioning it. But just the the way he handles the media and all that is just it's absolutely perfect. To, it's to a T, especially in this city, man. Uh, he just gets it. So I think he's earned um, I think he's earned another year as a starter. So, um, you know. So I think this year, you you know, with all these picks that you got, you either, you know, you either trade down, get some more capital, uh, and then use it to to get guys that you need, um, or use the three picks that you have and get top tier guys that that can help you, you know, win right now. Um, so, but we need you know we need I, help defend, and uh, you know, we're not perfect yet, but we're we're on we're on our way. There was something that Jalen Hurts said over the weekend that uh, like really stuck out to me. I think someone asked him what he thought about this game, and he said, well, I can't stop thinking about the times that we didn't score. Yeah. Like, Now, see, the dude obviously picks up on what the city wants to hear, Yeah, which is part of being here, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. You might not even like some of the fans that go to the games because, I'll be honest with you, yes, some of us are wild and crazy. I can't afford to go to a lot of games because, you know, that's a lot of money, but – some people do, and some people can. As long as you're saying the right things, and you actually are putting in the work, which your gameplay proves it. Yeah. The city's never going to turn on you. Yeah. I mean, certain radio hosts will that we mentioned <laughs> before. I'm not trying to give any free advertisements for. Right. But they'll just do that for clicks. Yeah, man. I mean, we say, we say it all the time, you know, in order to be successful here, you know, you got to be honest. You got to be, you know, you got to handle the media the right way and you got to put in the work, man. And you got to give it hundred hundred percent every time. And, you know, he's doing that. Um, like I said before, he puts in the work, uh, you know, he does, he does what he needs to do and he comes out and perform. He has been, he has been, he's been performing really well the last couple of weeks. So, Again, if he can continue to improve and continue to to show us that he's the guy, um, then I'm a, I'm gonna believe it. But right now, he he is the guy right now. So okay, I'm with you. 
Um, I don't really have anything else to add for the Philly. For, excuse for the Phillies. Jesus. Uh, for the Eagles. Uh, do you? Shot to big play. Big play slay, man. Another. Uh, oh yeah, another th- three return touchdowns in four games. Four games, yeah, unbelievable. Um, you know, and also shout out to Dallas Goddard, Avante Maddox, uh, and they just re-signed T.J. Edwards to one-year extension. So shout out to those guys for getting contract extensions. Um, Dallas Goddard and Avante Maddox certainly earned it. Uh, Avante Maddox has played really, really well this season in the slot. Um, Dallas Goddard, you know, we all know him, and he's been he's been really good this year too. So, you know, we, uh, we extended Goddard for four years, extended Maddox for three, and then uh, brought back Edwards for one. So, uh, you know, we're just signing, re-signing our young guys and keeping them here for the long haul. All right. Um, you know, before we move off of football, uh, I do have one more piece of football news that I wanted to talk about. Philadelphia is getting another football team. Are they? Yep. The United States Football League was announced um, as a relaunch. Uh, They existed in the 1980s. And the Philadelphia Stars will be brought back to Philadelphia. Wow. Uh, Yep. Springtime League, I believe. Uh, Not to be in direct competition with the NFL. Uh, But there are eight teams that's pretty cool. Yep. I, I did not know that. Yep. 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 It is the Michigan Panthers, the Birmingham Stallions, the New Jersey Generals, the Houston Gamblers, the Philadelphia Stars, the New Orleans Breakers, the Tampa Bay Bandits, and I think it's the Pittsburgh Maulers. It is the Pittsburgh Maulers. That is very cool. Interesting. I didn't even know that the league was coming back. I just saw it all over Twitter today. I was like, man, am I really that out of touch? <laughs> well, you know, cool. I'll be real with you. When Before the pandemic started, when the XFL came back, yeah, I actually found that pretty fun to just watch in the spring when there was nothing on. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, like you said. I mean, there's nothing on the spring for the most part. Um, you know, I mean, baseball starts in the spring, but um, it's spring training. I'm not going to sit. Yeah. I am not sitting nine innings during a spring training right. game, watching uh, Michael Michaels take number ninety two take a bat. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just something to watch, and you know, it's something that I, we obviously love football, and it's just it's it's guys who you know, aren't particularly, you know, it's just guys you've never heard of before. It's just guys who, you know, maybe aren't good enough for the NFL or, or guys who've been cut from NFL teams or whatever it may be. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's fun to watch when there's nothing else on. Yeah. I mean, it is very fun. I'd, I'd rather watch some gentleman named Joe Smith uh, play quarterback for a football team than, some man named what's a very generic name? Give give me a generic name. Uh Mike Green. Too many mics, too many mics. Um uh Steven Joe Joe uh Joe Johnson. Yeah, Joe Johnson. Good, good. Joe Johnson. Then watch Joe Johnson number eighty seven from single A take a single at bat. In the seventh inning. 
Also, Judd Johnson was a real guy. He played in the NBA. Great. <laughs> probably. I could probably say Mike Smith and how many Mike Smiths have played in professional sports. Uh, maybe James Jones. There was a bunch of James Jones, like, in different – like, there was James Jones on the Packers at one point. There was James Jones. Um, Chris Jones. In basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time as James. Yeah, there was, there was like three James Jones at one point at the same time. I don't know. It was weird. Yep. Well, anyways. Anyway. Uh, the USFL, I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to pan out, whether yeah, the NFL cool. is going to tell them to go bleep themselves or not. Probably. It's pretty cool to just off your team, though. Yeah, no, I, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to not root against them. Yeah, I'm going to root for them. Yeah. Even if I know nobody on the team, which I probably will. You know, I was reading up a little bit about it, and it looks like uh, it used to be a springtime league, and they actually had really good product, and a lot of their players would go to the NFL or, like, their coaches would come from the NFL if they got fired or something. And then – some of the owners pushed to be in direct competition with the NFL, and then that's when the league folded. Yeah, it's probably not the best idea to go toe-to-toe with the NFL, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, the largest monopoly in the entire world, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah well, actually, uh, Amazon might have taken that over, but uh, allegedly. Allegedly. I don't even know if they're a monopoly. I'm an idiot. I don't know anything. Don't take any advice from me. I love the I love the board game monopoly. As a matter of fact, I might be a moron. I'm actually just a, a, a sports fan who happens to be an idiot that has opinions that don't matter. It's not, not very nice. Yeah. Anyway, Sixers. Going on with opinions that don't matter. <laughs> um, ben. They matter to me, man. Is, 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 thank you. I appreciate that. Is Ben coming back or not? Is That's Ben alive? Cool. Yeah, I haven't heard anything, and, you know, part of me is like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not hearing anything. Maybe that means something's happening, but then again, it's like... Here's a question for you. Would you trade Ben Simmons for Cade Cunningham? Yeah. Okay. Not just straight up, but... Yeah. But if that was what it was centered around? Yeah, like the main attraction? Yeah. Okay. I would. All right. I think at this point, the upside on Cade Cunningham is pretty solid. Okay. And if you get a solid enough return, you could probably get something that would help the starting lineup out enough uh, where they would be good enough to contend. Okay. Uh, Am I wrong? Do you think I'm straight up wrong? Feel free to tell me. I did hear a rumor they were talking to Detroit about Cade Cunningham. So. Now, see, you know what I think might actually happen soon? Um, with the Kings firing Luke Walton, I think mm. that the Kings might actually reach out now. That that's a complete and total culture shift, and why not? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Luke Walton. I mean, he was the head coach, so I don't know how much you know sway he had in trade talks. I mean, it's probably mostly the owner and the GM. So, but you know, if it were to happen, it would it would have happened it would have happened pretty soon because he just got fired. So, you may be right, uh, but. You never know. Well, yeah, but do you think the GM doesn't go to the coach and say, hmm, who can you work with? Can you work with this guy? Yeah, it's true, I guess. But I think, you know, when it comes to trades, 
you know, it's, it's, they got to get the right deal for, for them. And, you know, it's, it's a tough situation. Um, but anyway, talking about Ben just makes me depressed. So can we like, I mean, it doesn't get better because we keep losing. So I don't know. Did you see that the, you know, I, this is nothing Sixers related, but uh, I was thinking about things that don't make me depressed. And the lady on the uh, TV that was screaming obscenities at the referees at the Eagles game. Oh, yeah, because they made a bad call or something like that. Yeah, that was hysterical. Yeah, that's that's sold off you for you. Uh, she called into the sports radio. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's friggin' awesome, actually. Uh, now she's a, obviously a fan favorite. <laughs> oh, now she is, yeah. Uh, look, I, I'm just saying, in Philadelphia might be one of the only cities where, like, and I'm not talking if you work for a giant conglomerate, um, but if you work for uh, let's say a mom and pop shop or a small to mid-sized company that's headquartered out of here, and you're that person, you might get promoted. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, <laughs> if, if the owner's an Eagles fan, they'll probably be like, "Hey, was that you on the TV?" And you'd probably walk into the office nervous and be like, "Oh no, no, that didn't do that. That's great. There's a cooler right there. Have as much beer as you want today. Yeah, Can take take it as an off day. I'll, you know, I'll have someone drive you home. Don't even care. You know what? Actually, you could have free beer for the rest of your life. Yeah, just um, I'll pay for the Uber today. Yep. The, the free beer is going to be at your house from now on because I'm not driving you anymore. But yeah, I'll just yeah. send it to. But uh, yeah, and I thought that was funny. Shout, um, out, to that. shout out to that lady. That was really distracting. I'm sorry for bouncing all around. My mind's kind of all sorts <laughs> of uh, in hell. But I need JoJo back. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, miss, I need him too. We all do. I miss him. I. The damn Coco. I um, I miss him. Yeah. And um, did I say I miss him? Mm, great analysis from you. Uh, <laughs> let me guess. You miss him? No, I was going to say uh, against the Nuggets, Charles Bassey really stood out to me as a player. Yeah. I, yeah, man. He I surprised me. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, man, he had a really nice game. I mean, they actually seven rebounds, I think. Yeah, I think he had twelve points. So, uh, yeah, man. I mean, they gave him, you know, they gave him pretty decent minutes, and he took advantage. So, that was a pleasant surprise. Um, I watched that game from the beginning to the end, and I remember thinking, like, damn. Yeah. He was a second round pick too. I'm fine with it. I I think he. we we need another big. I mean, obviously, I like I like Andre Drummond, but he's not going to be here forever. And if we can right. have someone to back up Joel Embiid like Charles Bassey, that would be great. And uh, if if and play against the Nuggets too was a good test for him. Oh, um, if, if this happened against like a really bad team, I would have been like, oh, all right, whatever. Yeah. But it was against the Nuggets, and he did a really good job. Um, he was up against Jokic a lot and did pretty well. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think he blocked him at one point too. So he did. Um, yeah, it was a good test, and uh, yeah, they showed out a little bit. So, like I said, I mean, like I said before, I think I think Denver was just off had an off night, um, and then you know the Sixers took advantage. But um, you can just tell the Sixers are a different team without obviously their best player. So you know we can't. It's it's hard because you know we're trying to analyze this team, and and you know like okay, you know we're we're so many games in here now. Um, 
but we've had to play a lot of those games without Embiid or without Tobias or, you know, without, you know, other guys who have gone out like Danny Green. I think he's still hurt, if I'm not mistaken, or. Um, mm-hmm. Well, he's like in and out. Tobias is going to yeah. miss tonight's game. Right. Tobias is going to miss tonight's game as well. So, you know, it's hard to gauge what this team could be. I mean, I know they started off so hot. Um, and the Coco hit. Right. So it's, you know, it's hard. Um you know, I, I, I want to say that they're still a contender possibly because just because of how well they played early on in the season. Um, and, and it's, you know, I keep saying this too, they're, they're hanging in games even with Adam Beats, which is a really good sign. I know they're not winning for, them. For me, that's good because if we pick, if right. we have an, if we, if we can trade for someone who's even going to impact us slightly and Embiid misses time, we'll be able right. to hang on. Right. Yeah. If you can get a guy who can, you know, finish those games for you even with Adam Bede, then that's huge too so um, correct yeah so uh, I think I mean I think this team still is really really good um but we, we need them back man I mean that's that's all we keep saying um and I know it's kind of getting redundant here but yeah just um, yeah, man, it's tough it's tough without him man uh to what you said um just go to giphy and search the word correct and see the plankton one that that's the gif that i'm referring yep, to there you go yep yeah so i just gave you a good gif if you're a millennial or a gen zer yep and uh you know you want to say that someone's correct send plankton their way yeah great call great call always great call indeed it's scary that I'm a 26 year old adult and I still can reference SpongeBob like it's yesterday. Yeah, man. Um, you know, um, I mean, I'm a little younger than you. I'm 23, but it's great. I mean, I I I quote SpongeBob probably on the daily. Actually, like, I th- I think when Chip and I c- converse with each other, but most oh, yeah. of it is SpongeBob references, honestly. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. I mean, I haven't watched an episode of SpongeBob in years. I, it's crazy how much I I remember from that show because. As a kid, I would watch it every day, and it was such a big it's part of my It's still going on. I mean, I mean, yeah, it is, which is insane, too. Um, but it was such a big part of my childhood, personally, that like it's crazy years and years later that we still reference episodes that happened years and years ago. So I know this is not sports-related, but it's kind of weird yeah. to talk about. Hey, look, you know, I'm just trying to cheer up people, yeah. okay? Yeah. Bring bring people joy, um, you know, because it's shaping up to be a wonderful. Oh, uh, that might be copyrighted. So, <laughs> but I think uh, I think you know where I was going with that. If you're SpongeBob, uh, it, it's from the SpongeBob Christmas special. You know what I want for Christmas? I want a healthy Sixers team. I want the Eagles to actually murder it for the rest of the year. And I want the Flyers to murder it for the rest of their year. And I want the Phillies to actually make the playoffs so that Bryce Harper doesn't have to waste his entire 13-year contract. I wish that too, man. You know what I want for Christmas? A Sixers 75th anniversary jersey. Mm-hmm. You know who bought himself that for Christmas? You ordered it already. I was gonna say. I know, but it's not <laughs> coming until March, dude. Eh, like what? what? Why? Everyone, everyone won. Everyone won one, man. Ow! <laughs> so I myself, it hurt. 
It's all because I couldn't get my jersey in time. It's mm, darn no. shame. That is a darn shame. I think we've reached our destination for the day. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've reached our destination start, for the day. <laughs> if you start spitting nonsense. You gotta know it's at the end. <laughs> uh, you, you know what else is nonsense? How I always lose to someone terrible in fantasy when I get on a hot streak. Yeah. I'll, I'll win like three straight games, and then the worst person in the league will come up and score 196 points against me. That is a travesty. Yeah, I know. Uh, and Then I'll win in my other three leagues, but the one where I really want to win, it's like, <laughs> you wish, pal. This was a weird week of football. Yeah, you know, uh, I think Scott Hansen said it on Red Zone. Uh, there was four first place teams, and only one of them won. Yeah, but like the one, the, the Ravens was it were the only team that won. Yeah, and they had a backup quarterback in, and it was by luck. Yeah, I see. NFL's weird, man. Jonathan Taylor had five touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler had four. Four. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen a week where two guys have had four or more touchdowns in the same week like i know kamara had six last year on like christmas i think which was insane and i think i played him which made me very sad um i played him too and i lost it sucked yeah but jonathan taylor if you had, like if you played a ppr league he had 53 points which is insane he won basically. yeah he won your league for you basically um I had two 50-pointers before. Um, I started – it was the year Derrick Henry – like, he didn't – he wasn't as good as he was now, but it was kind of like his coming out party that game. Yeah. He had 56, I think. Mm. And then the next year I had Tyler Lockett, that 53-point game that he had. That was last year, yeah. And I think that's the last 50-pointer I had. I, I had, had a couple – Yeah, points. I also had Lockett last year. Uh, I had – I actually had Taylor th- uh, yesterday in one of my leagues – um, I had Lockett last year and then, um, the only other one, well, obviously the Camaro one, I played against him and I wanted to die. Uh, but the only one that other one that I could recall was years and years and years ago was Jamal Charles had like 50 some points. I think he had like four touchdowns or whatever. I think it was the last week of the season too. And that was years and years ago, but I don't know why I remember that, but I remember he had like, he went off. I guess I forget who it was, but he was on the Chiefs at the time. But, uh, yeah, man, Jonathan Taylor, unbelievable game yesterday. I mean. And Austin Eckler had a game, too. Chargers almost lost, by the way, which is insane. But they ended up winning. But they gave up like a four or uh, I think it was like 24 to 10. So they gave like a 17 or no, I think it was a 14 or 17 point lead they had or something. I forget. But Steelers came back and almost won that game, which is crazy. But NFL's wild, man. NFL's wild. I'm Googling uh, who has the most fantasy points ever before we end yeah. because I'm curious. I, I, I need to know. Um, it's given me, like, the most ever in a season. Oh, I yeah. I don't want that. All right, so that that's a project for us. We'll uh, we can actually post that on Twitter as a follow up conversation. I don't know. I think I got it actually right here. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, here it is. It's it is um, yeah, Jamal Charles. 
It was that game. Yeah. Jamal Charles had 59.5 points. He had. Oh, my God. Read it. Wait a minute. Read it right now. Hold on a minute. Oh, wait. Wait. Hold the phone here. No. He only had 20 rushing yards. How many receiving yards? 195. And how many touchdowns? Five. So he had he had 20 rushing yards. Well, he had 30 points off of receiving touchdowns, I assume, then. Right. So he had five touchdowns. He had 20 rushing yards for one rushing touchdown. And then 195 receiving yards for four receiving touchdowns. Hmm. Damn. Talk uh, about a day. Carl, uh, December 15, 2013, against the Raiders. And then number two was actually last year. Tyreek Hill against Tampa Bay at 57.9. He had oh, 269 even yards and three touchdowns. I played him that week. I remember that game, yeah. <laughs> that sucked. Clinton Portis was number is number three with 57.4. And then last year also was Alvin Kamara's sixth touchdown game. He had 56.2 points that game. It was against uh, 56.2, yeah. He had 156 points off the touchdowns. Yeah, he had all all uh, all touched all of his touchdowns were rushing. He had 155 rushing yards and only 17 receiving yards. Huh. All uh, right. Well, that took us to our destination. We're at our stop. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jonathan Taylor's performance yesterday is eighth all time. Uh, where's Tyler Lockett from last year? Just out of curiosity. He is at. I think he had 53. Oh, I missed. Oh, here he is. Uh, he is number 10 all time. At what? What, what did he have? 53 on the dot. Yeah, I still know things. Uh, no, 200 receiving yards, three touchdowns, and then nine kick return yards. So. Yeah. Oh, all right. We've we have now rambled enough to end our podcast. Kevin Curtis, let's go. He had fifty one points in one one game. You know what the name Kevin reminds me of? Kevin Cobb. Oh my God. Your Kevin boy, Curse. Kevin Curtis. Your, <laughs> your boy, Kevin Cobb. Kevin, why is he my boy? He's always your boy, dude. <laughs> I've never mentioned Kevin Cobb in my life. Why is he my boy? I don't know, man. I don't know. He's just your boy. Uh, all right. Well, you we reached our destination for the day. Please uh, join us again at phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. You can go to the podcast tab. You can find the PHL bandwagon there. We're on Anchor on phlsportsnation.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever podcasts are available, we're most likely there. If not, shoot us an email at phlbandwagon at gmail.com let us know where you want us and we'll do it or just uh you know shoot us an email uh if you have any questions that you want us to ask uh let us know it's at phl the bandwagon at gmail.com and uh if you want to follow me i'm at phl ryan michaels you want to follow chip he's at phl chip tiernan you can also follow the bandwagon at the phl bandwagon uh we do post polls weekly and we really enjoy your engagement talk to us You know, we really, really do enjoy it. 
Uh, let us know who your your boy is. Yeah, who who is your boy? Who is you know who your boy that? is? Your boy's Hector Neris. Oh, dude, your boy's Andrew Nat. Don't do that to oh, me. Oh my god. Yeah, you can't do that to me. Not, not expect that. Your boy's Chip Kelly. Dude, your boy's Brian Colangelo. <laughs> <laughs> your boy's Gabe Kapler. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dude, your boy's Dave Haxtall. Yeah. He's uh hey, he's the cracking coach right now. Yeah, he sucks. You know who your boy is? Don't even. Don't go there. I know where you're going. I don't think you do. I think I do. Ben McAdoo. Yep. You know who your boy is? DeMarco Murray. <laughs> you know who your boy is? Mm-hmm. Namdi Asamoa. Dude, you know. <laughs> what, Raiders Namdi or Eagles Namdi? Eagles Namdi. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, man. Well, that hurt. Yeah. That, that hurt pretty bad. We'll see at the next stop. You know who your boy is? Here we go. Freddie Mitchell. That's fine. He converted a fourth and 26. That's fine. Yeah, I know. You know your don't, boy? I don't hate Freddie Mitchell at all. I think he's a cool dude. Your boy's Todd Pinkston. Yeah, it could be worse. Could it? Yeah, could be. Yeah, it probably could. I was like, yeah, it probably could be. I don't, I don't know anymore. I just kind of work here. Yeah, same. All right, we'll see you at the next stop. Later. You know, on a side note, did you see that uh, Kyle Kuzma sweater walking down the tunnel? That was disgusting. That was absolutely wild.